we can uh, share together. And one of the things we tend to do is to give each other presents at Christmas time. And we have a big parcel here. In fact, I think we'll just put this off for a second. Well, here. And this is a big parcel. It says on it, To Abbey with Love. And it's our big Christmas parcel today. And I wonder what's inside it. Well, I know because I put it there. So. <laughs> but uh, what's inside our Christmas parcel today? Somebody going to come and help me open it, please? Let's see who. Come on then, right out the corner. That's fine. Yes, come, come and help me open this big parcel. You'll have a job. Let me take this off because that will be falling off otherwise and put that down there for now and you just have to open it at the top there can you manage pull it all off pull okay 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 now you have to open it down the middle there somehow pull it down here look okay Pull, pull, oh, we're getting there. There we are. Okay, the first thing is this here. And are you going to open that for us? Okay, let's come and do it over here, look. Come and open it over here. The first thing. What do you have at Christmas time? All sorts of presents, but I wonder what this one is. You think it's a calendar? Do you get calendars at Christmas? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Take that out. The folder. And what's in the folder? What is it? A puzzle. A puzzle. Okay, you can go back to your seat now. And we'll get somebody else to help us with this puzzle. Now we've got a jigsaw puzzle. Here are the pieces. I thought this is such an easy puzzle. There's only nine pieces. But I thought we don't need a picture. So anybody good at jigsaws would like to make that work out this jigsaw puzzle? Okay. Come on then. Let's have a help. And uh, let somebody, you can come and help as well. Thank you. Here are the pieces. Okay. And we'll put them out. Oops. You okay? Good. Here we go. My apologies, don't make a fuss. That's a fuss. There we are. There are the nine pieces. And you put them up here, on here like this. All right? You put one of those on it to hold it on the screen so that we can see you doing it. Now, I'll give you a clue. The best thing is to start with the corners. So here you go. And uh, Julie will help you with doing that. This puzzle together. It's not difficult because puzzles... You can stand on that step if you want to. That's what it's for. And I think Julia may have to just help them putting it up a bit. That's it. It's about, you don't have to go right to the top. It's not huge. It's about that big, okay? There we are. Next bit. Now then, if this was a television quiz, we'd be cheering, wouldn't we? But Mm-hmm.
Not quite straightforward, is it? I can assure you it does fit together as a proper puzzle with just nine pieces. Not quite fit it, does it? It's nearly, but it's not quite right. But we'll see about that in a minute. Anyone can get up in a, in a second? It's over in the corner. Does that work? Not quite. Does that work? Not quite. Doesn't fit down this edge here. Not easy, is it? But it is easy. It's only nine pieces, all fit together. Shall we see if we can help you? All right, well, let's start with the corners. Let me see which one we've got here. This one here is... Um, let's put this one down in the corner here. And uh, this one... Well, let's start with the corners. Where are the rest of the corners? That one over there. We're getting there now. Good. That's it. And there's the other corner one. Down there. We have to put them together a bit. Get closer. Now the middle piece. Let's try the middle piece next. Middle piece hasn't got any straight edges, and that's the only one without straight edges, isn't it? No, that doesn't quite fit there. It looks as if it does. Let's try this. Put this one here. Is it that way or is it the other way? Let's see. This way? Okay. There we are. Now, let's look at the next bit. Let's see what we can see here with this next bit. Um, not quite. No, not quite. Take it, that one off. Let me just do here this bit down here. No, not quite. Okay. Oh. Let's see now. Where does this one go? So not quite. Ah, oh, there. That one goes there. That one fits. And that fits on there. No, 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 leave it. Leave it there. And that one fits there. And that one goes there like that. And that one goes there like that. So this one goes here like this. And this one goes, um, well, this one goes here like this. And this one goes here like this. Okay, go back to your seats now. See, you've got it all wrong. You thought they were all silver-sided outwards, didn't you? But they're not. And that's because you've been so used to looking at jigsaws one way round when this one is the other way. Well, it's mixed up, isn't it? And I think that's a good reminder that sometimes... We need to think differently about Christmas time. Because, you know, Christmas, we think of it all the presents and so on, but we need to think a little bit differently sometimes about Christmas to get what Christmas is really all about, to make Christmas fit together. Otherwise, it's just a big puzzle that can't be solved. 
Why do we do it? What's it all about? And you turn on the television and listen to the radio and so on. And most of those people, well, they enjoy it as we all do, singing the songs. Not Some of them are about the nativity and some of them are not, but they're Christmas songs. We enjoy all that stuff, but we only really understand Christmas when we start to think differently. When the angels came to the shepherds, it says they were terrified. That's what it said in our reading today. And a little bit later, they said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem and see for ourselves. And when they've seen the baby Jesus, it says in the Bible, they left glorifying God and praising God. They turned their minds around from being terrified to praising God. You'll never solve the puzzle of Christmas unless you go and find out for yourself. Not just by joining in the fun. It's a puzzle. Okay, next parcel. Who will help me with the next one? Who will help me with the next one? Come on then, Scarlet. Here it is. Tell us what it says on it. To James, happy Christmas. That's not James here, sorry. <laughs> okay, open it up then. Doesn't look very exciting, does it? Okay, take it out. That's it. It's a Christmas card. What does it say inside the Christmas card? With love from Grandma and Grandma. And what's that? 20 pound note in it. Thank you very much. You can go back to your seat. Well, a 20 pound note. Really big one. You'll never see one like this again. A 20 pound note. And uh, well, just before we put it up, on the back of the 20-pound note, do you know why it's 20 pounds in there, not two tens or something? It's because on the back there's a man. Do you know what is th which man is on the back? No, I'll tell you. It's Adam Smith. Who was Adam Smith? The economist. Who he found out the best way for people to work together. At least that's what he thought. And he thought about it because of what happened in Gloucester. When he was around, there were 17, I think, Perhaps not quite 17 minutes, almost 17 pin-making factories. And they didn't do very well at all. But he changed it all. And he's on the back of our 20-pound note. You can see that. And what does that remind us of? Well, 20-pound note is not much use unless you do something with it. It helps you to think about the future. What do I want to buy? What can I get with it, with my money? Something that you saved up for, maybe, or you are saving up for. Maybe you're saving up for a computer game or for a book or something like that. Maybe you're saving up for holiday money to spend at camp or things like that. But it means that you can think about what it means for the future. And Christmas does exactly that, helps us to think about the days to come. And when the angel appeared to Mary, it says in the Bible, God hasn't forgotten us. He's remembered his people. And it means that the future is really great. He's filled the hungry with good things and we can rejoice because of what he's done for us. So, if this is a puzzle, we need to think differently. This tells us that the future is great we've got because of what Jesus has done for us. We'll say more about that in a minute. Next one. Who's going to help with the next one? Let's have, uh, come on then. What do you think it is to start with? Shake it. 
Dog bones? <laughs> dog bones? What a present. Open it and have a look and see. We'll have a look. Come around here. Let's come around this side. That's easy. It's not dog, dog bones. Look at that. Great big lollies. And inside there's lots of smaller lollies, I think, because that would be a bit bit to get in your mouth like that. Thank you. You can go back to your seats for now. Thank you very much. Something sweet to enjoy. In other words, just something to make you feel good. It's probably not very good for you. But it makes you feel good when you can have some sweets like that. And it tells us in the Bible that Christmas is good news for us all. I think that's why we should be really happy at Christmas time, because it's good news for us all. I was watching television the other day, and that cooking lady, Mary Berry, came on. Do you know who I'm talking about? You probably know much more about her than I do. But Mary Berry came on, and she said, I think Christmas is the best time of the year, she said, because it makes you feel good. And I hope Christmas does make you feel good. And these just sweets, well, they soon disappear. But they, when you're eating, they make you feel good. They're really nice. And therefore, it's a happy time. But we should always remember that there are some people it's not a happy time for. Those who are hungry today. Some of those that we try and help a little bit in Gloucester who live on the streets of Gloucester are not very happy on the streets of Gloucester because they haven't got a home to go to. And other people, too, in other parts of the world are hungry today. We should remember them, too. But we're thankful that because we know what Christmas is about, it helps us to feel happy, and we can thank God that it is happy. Okay, next one. Who's going to help with the next one? Who haven't we had out yet? Come on, then. Shake it a bit. See what you can tell me. What it, guess what it is. Lego? No. Oh, I'll see. Hold it up so that everybody can see it. Pictionary. Anybody got this game at home? Pictionary. Some have. Some hardly dare admit it. But yes, Pictionary. Thanks very much. You can go back to your seat. Yep. Pictionary is that game... Well, tell me what you do with Pictionary. Go on, tell me. You need to guess the pictures in it. That's right, you draw pictures and you have to guess what those pictures are. This one, actually, I wrapped it up, but we had it quite a few years ago. And it's a good fun for, for, for um, playing together with the family and visitors who come and so on. And sometimes you get games at Christmas time, but I've noticed something about games. Games like this are very difficult to play by yourself. I mean, how can you play this yourself? When you draw a picture, you know what it is. That's why you're drawing it. Then you've got to guess what it is. Well, you already know the answer. You can't play this game by yourself, can you? You need to have a family or two teams, your friends or somebody uh, who comes and plays it with you. It's something you have to share with others. And I think that's a really helpful reminder too. We like to meet with friends and family at Christmas. Some of you are visiting your family here, and you're very welcome to come to Abbey today. 
Others of us will be going to other places in the next couple of days because we want to meet others and share with others. But I'll tell you something. Because of what happened at Christmas, God has given us a very special family that we all belong to when we put our trust in the Lord Jesus and we can start going to our own local family, our own local church. And that's why it's great at Christmas time to thank God for each other as well because we enjoy it when we're with each other. And when we sing these carols and when we talk about what Christmas means, we can look around and see that other people are thinking those things too. And it does us good to remember that we belong to each other and so on. So games remind us we need each other. Let's put that one over here. One more. Who's going to help with the next one? Let's see who haven't, haven't, haven't had yet. Come on then. All right, Lucy, you can, you, you can come out this, this time. Hold it up. That's what it says. Few hours. Just a picture. Sometimes, and we've had several, maybe members of our family send us a picture of their children. And we put it up in our lounge, our sitting room, and we can remember them all year long. Why do you think I chose to put a dog, a puppy, in here. Why do you think? Because it's had a sad life. It might have had a sad life, <laughs> but we don't know. It might have done. You're right. You're right. Anybody else why? Why do you think I put a puppy in? You have to think carefully. Only one hand up. So Sammy, Sammy. because you're not allowed to take photos of children and show them. That's a good answer. <laughs> but that's not... W- uh, you're absolutely right. But that's not why I did it. I did. Let's ask Mr. David Whitsker. It's not just for Christmas. Have you seen a dog is for life, not just for Christmas? And, of course, that reminds us, Jesus is not just for Christmas, he's for life. We sometimes come and like to think about the baby Jesus, and that's all good and proper and right, but he's not just for Christmas. Jesus came to give us new life all the year round. And just as we think of dogs not being for Christmas but for life, we should remind ourselves, Jesus, it's not just for Christmas. That's why it's great to meet regularly through the year. And it's great to think that Jesus might have something to do with your life tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next month and the next month and the next month till we come round to Christmas again and we're thanking him as a baby and then goes on and on. It's for life. And when we realize why Jesus came as that baby and as the angel said to Joseph, he came to be the savior of the world, then we begin to see, hmm, that means more than just Christmas. And I hope that you too, like all of us, we shall all learn to say, to realize that the Lord Jesus is somebody who we should serve and worship and commit our lives to for the whole of the year, not just for Christmas. One more. 
One more. Come on then. Sorry. This is two parts stuck together. Turn around that way so they can see it. That's it. Shall I help you? Pull, pull. That's a, what is it? A notebook. Okay, that's half of it. Now, what's this bit? I'll hold that while you're done with this bit. A notebook. It's tough, isn't it? Does it take you all day to open your presents? Does. Bet your mum and dad wish it did. There we go. Pull it off. And what's that? Hold it up. Let them see it. A pencil. Thank you very much. You can go back to your seats now. A pencil and a notebook. Now, when I was small, one of the things that we had to do when Christmas came around, but I have to say, one of the things we really didn't like doing, was after Christmas, my mum would say, now you need to write some thank you letters. I don't know whether everybody writes thank you letters today because we've got iPhones and iPads and we've got mo um, mobile phones that we can send text messages and we can ring up each other and so on and say thank you. But we need to say thank you. When we've been given presents, we need to say thank you. You probably wouldn't use a pencil this big because although though this pencil works, it wouldn't write very neatly, would it? But it's so that you can see it. But we need to say thank you. Today, we're meeting here, and on Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day, we shall be saying thank you because it's Jesus' birth. We need to say thank you to Jesus. And I wonder, let me just look around here. I wonder if there are people here who've said, thank you, Jesus, for coming. Not just because of what happened, but thank you for coming for me. And because it's an all-year-round thing, it isn't just as a baby. When Jesus came, he came to live, and then he came to die on the cross, and then he came alive again. And so we can say, thank you, Lord Jesus, that you came to live and to die for me, but you started off as a baby, and you died so that those wrong things that I find so difficult in my life, you came to deal with them too. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for coming. And I hope boys and girls, grown-ups too, will say thank you. We like to eat lots of meals and big meals usually at Christmas time. And it's a good thing to say thank you for our food when we say grace together. And if it's important to say thank you for food, just imagine how important it is to say thank you that Jesus came as a baby for us so long ago. There's a little verse in the Bible that says about people who forgot to say thank you. It says about them, they were not grateful. They became dull and uh, in their thinking, and it says they claimed to be wise, but were foolish. Wise people say thank you.
So let's have a brief prayer as at the end of our Christmas family service we say thank you to God for sending Jesus and then we shall sing a final carol together. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, at this time of the year we want to say thank you for coming as a baby. But we also say thank you that you didn't just stay as a baby, you grew to be a young boy, a teenager, a man. You died on that cross for us, you came back to life again when you were raised from the dead. And now in heaven you live in heaven with your Father. And we want to say thank you this Christmas. And even if we don't always think about it, we want to say that during this year, you will help us throughout this year to be thankful for Jesus and why he came so that we may learn to love him and live for him. So may Christmas be not just for this time of the year, but for the whole of life, we pray. For we ask it for his name's sake. Amen. Let's sing a final song together. And just as we finish us with this song celebrating Christmas, just let me say that there are refreshments. They will be just through that door there. The curtains will be drawn aside. The left-hand side, boys and girls, your refreshments there. And on the right-hand side, it's for the grown-ups. That's just because the seasonal refreshments include coffee or tea, and we don't want any boys and girls have having coffee and tea spilled over them. So if you, the boys and girls on the left-hand side, grown-ups on the right-hand side, do stay for seasonal refreshments. And if you're visiting, say hello to us, and we'll be pleased to see you anytime you're able to come. So let's stay.